This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. The AFC is an absolute logjam right now. I don't know who's good. I don't know who's bad. Well, we do know who's bad. Maybe we don't know who's bad. The Dolphins, are they good? Possibly. Who knows? The Jets? I mean, the Jets beat some pretty decent teams so far this year. It's a mess. The AFC is just wide open. It's almost like the wild, wild west right now. Nine teams have five wins in the AFC conference. Nine of them. More than half the teams in the league have the same amount of wins. There's only one way, Jacob, that I think is appropriate to parse through these nine five-win teams. How's that, Tom? Tell me. It's time for another edition of Mm-hmm or right. uh-uh. uh-uh AFC five-win team edition. Let's get it started. I got all nine teams sitting in a hat here. Go ahead and pull one out. Jacob, you're going to go first. Okay. The Buffalo Bills. Tell me how you feel about the Buffalo Bills, Ooh, Jacob. I am just sitting pretty, if I'm a Buffalo fan, saying, mm-hmm, to my like Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's not the prettiest five-win season you were expecting for Buffalo. They had a great start to the season after the Pittsburgh Steelers loss. Yeah, you wouldn't have liked to have lost to the Titans. You certainly would not have liked to have lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. However, you're going to lose to some bad teams. It happens every year. I'm sorry, Buffalo. You just happen to be the laughing stock this year, losing to the Jaguars. It's going to happen, though. Every good team will lose to a bad team on a given year. That's not the Jaguars, though, man, by not scoring a touchdown. That was so weird. I agree it with you. Weird. They're an mm-hmm still, but it's still weird. Yeah, it's still weird. However, it doesn't shake my confidence in them because, as you stated at the top of the segment, this AFC is so hard to read. So you're going to see the Titans lose to the Jets. You're going to see the Bills lose to the Jaguars. Ravens just lost to the Dolphins. Ravens lost to the Dolphins. You could see the Steelers lose to the Lions. Please, God, no. I hope I hope not. You know what the redeeming factor is there? Lions aren't an AFC team. There baby. you go. There you go. It's all, it's all, it's all AFC right. on AFC Titans crime. Jets, yeah. Bengals to Jets. Jags to the Bills and Dolphins and Ravens. You're it's all right. AFC on AFC crime, baby. So you won't see Steelers losing to the Lions. You heard it here first. Because they're in the NFC. That's the that's logic. That's the only reason why. Uh, but, no, I'm, I'm still fully confident in the Bills to not just – make a run, but possibly get that first overall seed. I agree. Get to the AFC Championship game and even get to the Super Bowl. I would say on paper, they're still probably the best team in the AFC. I I said this on Wednesday's Countdown to Kickoff show. I am biting my tongue. I want so desperately to say Ravens. I've been saying, oh, I want the Ravens. I think the Ravens on paper, that's the team. I'm like, oh, I'm so close, but I can't do it. At full strength, the Ravens are. I think they would have run away with this thing Mm -hmm. if they had their complete team. Running backs, especially the running backs. backs. They got nothing in the running back room now, and that's their whole team's identity. But I'm glad, and I realize now why I had that hesitation. Because they do have a ton of flaws in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Buffalo, I think, on paper, are they playing poorly? Yeah. But I think their flaws can be fixed. I think they have got the personnel to right this ship and be the best team on paper, especially with a Derrick Henry injury looming in Tennessee. So I think you're spot on with the Bills. All right, my turn here. Go back to the hat. Let's go. See what we got here. (laughs) Oh, wow. 
The AFC East division rival New England Patriots also sitting at five and four. I feel like I know where you're going to go with this one, Tom. And uh, I feel like I'm not going to – I'm going to agree with you. I'm going, mm-hmm. I think for one man name and one man's name only, Bill Belichick, I have to be sitting here saying, mm-hmm. What's the – it's that – Every time a player gets released or something in free agency, they always do the the meme on the internet of Bill Belichick walking out of the tunnel to the Stone Cold Steve Austin glass breaking, uh, na, 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 and he looks like he's walking into the ring. That's what the Buffalo Bills fans are seeing right now. They're thinking, oh, we got this great start to the season. After we lost to the Steelers, we're just dragging teams left and right. Then we hit a little speed bump against the Titans, but guess what? The Titans are really good. So we go to Tennessee and we lose that game and we lose it on Josh Allen slipping at the one-yard line. Like, we could have won that football game. We still feel good about ourselves. But then we lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars and we can't even score a touchdown in the game. That's all right. We're still good, right? We're still in control of our division, right? Here comes Bill. A half a game back with two games still left to play against the Bills. Do I think the Patriots track the Bills down? I do not. I think the Bills still win the division. They still have to play each other twice, though. I think with oh, those it's possible. Two games it's possible. On hand, I think it's very, very, very possible. Bill is just still such a great coach defensively, and you've seen that so many times this year. He made Justin Herbert's life miserable when the Patriots went out to L.A. and beat them. Darnold, I mean, that's like. That's like an eighth grader picking on a kindergartner, honestly. It w- we were two weeks removed from Halloween, so Sam Darnold wasn't, still able, seeing ghosts. wasn't able to see ghosts as much as he did a couple years ago. But oh, he still boy, saw some it, ghosts. Boy, was it not pretty. And then uh, uh, I think the most impressive showing of Belichick's abilities still and the defense's abilities in New England was how they handled Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on that Sunday night game. Of course, the weather was abysmal in New England that night, so that plays a factor. But they held the GOAT to 19 points on offense. Like, that's a hell of a performance. So Belichick can still get that job done defensively. And Josh Allen has been prone to the stinkers this year. See Jacksonville Jaguars six points. See Pittsburgh Steelers week one. Yeah, so I think the Patriots' defense is honestly more on par with the Steelers than the Jaguars. I don't think it's as good as the Steelers, but I'm saying it trends more in that direction. I'd be worried about Bill Belichick in the Buffalo if I was the Buffalo Bills. But I on top of that, I'd be worried about Bill Belichick if you were a team in this AFC playoff race. Because I the Pittsburgh Steelers, I, if I you don't have to fight against the Patriots for that seventh seed or sixth seed. Yeah, it's going to be tough to beat out Bill Belichick. I, I don't see them fading. I, I will say this: really tough schedule coming up for them. Browns this Sunday in a huge game. That's big control for a wild card spot. Then they go to Atlanta. I think that could be tough-ish, but the game I think the I Patriots think win. win. Titans at home, Bills on the road, Colts on the road, Bills at home before you finish with Jags, Dolphins that could help you probably get that final push. Yeah, that's a tough stretch. Tough stretch. Those are all, except for Atlanta, playoff teams. Exactly. Well, Atlanta I might be a, Atlanta Atlanta might be a playoff there, team Atlanta too. Atlanta could be, you know, one and done easily if they, if they face either whoever that three-seed team is. Call me old-fashioned. I like old Bill. I think I, I got a lot of faith yeah, in Belichick I gotta still. Agree. Like I said, I, gotta, I, I figured – I knew where you were going, and I was going to agree with you. I am all mm-hmm in on the Patriots this year. All right, back to the drawing. Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs. Jacob, you take this one. The Chiefs, 5-4. and four. 
right there with the right there with the Patriots at the number eight seed, tied there, half a game behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. Really looked abysmal in their win against the Packers, especially offensively. I really don't know what you're gonna say about this team. So before I start, Tom, we're doing mm-hmm, uh-uh for five win teams in the AFC. In the AFC. Do you know what's unique about today's episode, Tom, of mm-hmm, uh-uh? Tell me, Jacob. Is that all four AFC West teams are going wins. to be featured in today's episode. Yes, they all have five wins. So for that reason, I'm going to say mm-hmm only because of those four teams. That wasn't a very confident It mm-hmm. was not. No, you you heard it. Uh-huh. Usually we give a little more juice to it. Usually we're a little more pep in our step with it. It was a pretty modest mm-hmm. I think three weeks ago you're going, mm-hmm. They're we gonna because f- you're like, you're gonna figure this out. We were. After after week four when teams were two and two, we were saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were saying, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were saying the they might still be the best team in the AFC we then. We were saying, yeah. yeah, they were two and two, they could finish the year fifteen and two. It wouldn't shock us. Right. Wouldn't shock us at all. That's not the case. Clearly. However, with all four teams being at this position. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give the Chiefs a very modest mm-hmm, only because they're the only team I know that can get to the playoffs with Andy Reid with Pat Mahomes. The Chargers are gonna be right behind them, and it wouldn't shock me if the Chargers get to the playoffs, get maybe even that division crown. But I have on 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 revisionist history. I have to go with the Chiefs on this one. Yeah, I get what you're saying with the hesitation on your mm-hmm for the Kansas City Chiefs. We've just been waiting for that offense to break out week after week after week. And, you know, you give it a couple weeks, you give it five, six, seven weeks. We're in week 10 now. It might just not snap out of it. This might just be a weird year for that Chiefs offense. And am I saying this is how it's going to be moving forward? No, they might come back next year and Mahomes is back to his old self. It could be like a Chris Boswell 2018 yeah, year where they're the, just off for one year and then the rest of the And time now he's back totally dropping going. 40 points a game and it's nothing and they don't even need to play defense anymore because the offense is so good, but it's just not going to happen this year, I don't think. Of course, I say that and then around Christmas time they're going to just drop 50 on the Steelers' head. They're going to figure everything out in that one game, of course. They're going to knock the Steelers out of the playoffs. They're going to get the seventh seed and they're going to run the table and go to the Super Bowl because that's how football and Ryan works, Sutton right? Will miss another field that's goal how football yeah. works, right? We write this team off all year and then they just dog walk everybody on the way mm-hmm. to the, the Super Bowl. So, But yeah, this offense is just not clicking in Kansas City and... I think it's a realistic shot that another team takes the AFC West from them. I don't think it's that far-fetched, although they're only a half a game back with games against the Chargers and Raiders still left on the schedule. In fact, game against the Raiders coming up this Sunday night for the Kansas City Chiefs on the road. You got to win that game. Got to win that game. Got to win that game. And if the Raiders win that game... Good for them. However, it doesn't give me any confidence that they would make a push for the playoffs. However, we still have to get to the Raiders. So let's let's not let's not bite the bullet too fast now. Perhaps we'll get to the Raiders right now. I have a feeling it's going to be an AFC West team because there's a billion of them in this thing. Oh, not the Raiders. Instead the Chargers okay. from Los Angeles. Steelers opponent coming up next week on Sunday Night Football. I'm going mm-hmm, I'm with going, the LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. See a more emphatic mm-hmm, yeah, for the Chargers and the Chiefs. Because I think they're 
letdowns can be put under the category of growing pains. I, yeah. I think that they're a young team. First year coach. Still trying to learn how to win. Yeah. You get dog walked by the Ravens, so that really hurts your confidence uh, after that. Then you get Belichicked. You lose at home to a team that at the time you're thinking you should win that game, but now they're 5-4. and four. They have five wins just like you do, so it's not a terrible loss no, to the I Patriots. No, I don't chuck it up to be a bad – I didn't chuck it up to be a bad loss when it happened, Tom, either. Exactly. It's 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 a decent loss anytime you're playing Bill. Um, I think the way Herbert looked in that loss following how he looked in the Ravens, in the Ravens game is game. the one that's concerning. Mm-hmm. He looked better against the Eagles. They went to Philadelphia. West Coast team traveling east, and he goes 32 for 38, 358 yards and two touchdowns. That's the Herbert that we've you, known. The, the thing is, though, is that you you are much lower on the Eagles than I am. I think Jalen Hurts is having a great year. Quietly. That's like the one silver lining they have, but to only win that game by three points, I mean, you should you should win that game by more than just three points. I don't know. Vegas only had them as a one and a half point favorite. So the people that know about that, I think if you're the Chargers, you consider yourself a much better complete team than the Eagles. I agree. Of course, I agree with that. Yeah. But wins a win. They got sure, back. Yeah, they got, got back the on win. track. You got the win. They got back on track. They they seized control of the AFC West again, and that's important as they have wins over the Raiders and the Chiefs already under their belt. So they're in some pretty good. Uh, they're in a pretty good position right now as far as that's concerned. But yeah, I'm I'm giving it the mm-hmm because Herbert's a a really great young quarterback that's had a couple of tough weeks, but uh, like we just said against the Eagles, bounced back in a big way. Weapons galore on offense. Eckler, Allen, Mike Williams. I mean, they're so good on the offensive side of the ball. They invested in their offensive line through the draft this they year. Got probably the biggest seal of the draft. Slater's yeah. playing and, awesome. And in the first round, because second round, tight end, Pat Fryermuth is looking like a pretty good seal as well. Penny Sewell was the guy, but Slater's playing a lot better Way so better. Far. Yeah, we didn't even mention Sewell in our last episode looking at the Lions, but that's because he's not worth mentioning. Slater's the guy from this offensive line rookie class. By far. And he's been playing great. He is a good pairing for Justin Herbert to have for a long time as they grow together. Certainly. Give a little back Chari Rogers vibe out there, maybe. Best tackle, best quarterback in the NFL. Defensively, they've got playmakers too, man. They got a Bosa brother. They got Derwin James staying healthy, which is such a rarity for them. So yeah, I think the Chargers are for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I'm mm-hmm. Rummaging through here. See here. What do we got? Oh, I picked two teams. Hold on, I gotta do it <laughs> one more time. Okay, yeah, we're gonna put it in there. The Raiders. That's three. That's three AFC straight West. AFC West teams that I've just pulled from the hat. What are your thoughts on the Raiders? The Raiders. I'm gonna say I'm sorry, but mm-mm. they have faced two like. Mike Tomlin loves when his team faces adversity and they can overcome it. This Raiders team is facing different levels. <laughs> Not of this adversity, kind of adversity. And there's no way they can overcome it. They lost, as you predicted, Tom, against the New York Giants this past weekend. They're playing in a very evenly matched division in terms of record. However, I do not put them in the in the tier of teams that can actually have a fighting chance to make the playoffs they've had good early season success they had two good wins once they parted ways with head coach John Gruden however losing Henry Ruggs and then losing their other first round draft pick from what 
last year or this past year or 2019, whatever. They're losing first-round draft picks left and right, whether that was via John Gruden being an idiot in free agency or these guys being idiots in their actions. They they just can't get a hold of themselves, and I, I don't see this turning around anytime soon. It's a shame because I thought they were legitimate after beating the Raiders, after beating the Ravens, excuse me, and beating the Steelers early on. However, they're five and three right now. I I I just don't see them continuing uh, in a positive with a winning record for the remainder of the year. I agree with you. I've been on the Raiders dropping off for the past couple weeks since uh, the Gruden uh, dismissal happened. Obviously, they've been making me look bad with those two straight wins after that, but. I finally got back on the right side with that Giants loss that they took at the Meadowlands last Sunday. So, yeah, I think the Raiders are going to fall flat on their face. And you know what? Beginning of the year, Derek Carr was a really interesting prospect for me as far as a guy who might be out there for the Steelers to grab onto. Once the Raiders got off to their hot start, I thought, well, that pipe dream's over. Right, he's going to stay with the Vegas Raiders. I think it's right back into reality now, though, because why wouldn't you want to get out of that disgusting organization that is just filled with so much turmoil? You're a better quarterback than that, Derek Carr. Come to Pittsburgh. Come to Pittsburgh, Carr. But I think that that's definitely still on the table. I think he's still a good quarterback that they're not going to outright just lose out. He'll win them some games. I just don't think he'll be able to keep pace in the West, and I don't think he'll be able to keep pace in the wild Yeah, card. I could see them as an 8-9 and nine team finishing the year, but never really a threat for that seventh seed. No. All right. Only got a couple teams left, if my math is correct. Let's let's make things right, Tom. I want, I'm want i going to manifest it that you're going to do what I think is right here with this next team. Picking the right The team. Denver Broncos. Oh, there it is. Well, you didn't we get it. You were supposed four. to say it at the same time, but you messed up. So. Well, I, want, I don't want to say it incorrectly. Four for four on the AFC West. Four teams in the same division with five wins. That's just absolutely incredible. It's got to be the best division in football. Oh, wait. The North has three teams with five wins and one team with six wins. What a logjam that conference or that division is. But AFC North, AFC West, those are the two best divisions in my mind right now in the NFL. I'm going to go with an uh-uh for the Denver Broncos. I'll join you in the uh-uh. I'm straight up pissed off that they won that game against the Cowboys. They have no business being in this race. They have no business being in this wild card race. They have no business being in the AFC West race. Four and four was supposed to turn to four and five in dramatic fashion at Jerry World against the Cowboys. That was supposed to be the start of their descent into the depths of hell in the AFC. Instead, they get the win. They're five and four. And even though I don't think they have any realistic shot at getting to the playoffs, in fact, all these teams at five wins that we named, they're my least favorite team out of them all. Really? Out of all of these teams that we've named. I think I they've mean, got they the least. they were by far the most fraudulent 3-0 team this year and in recent memory. But they're not going away, so you got to keep them in the hunt because they're 5-4. and four. They've got the same record as the seven-seed New England Patriots right now. Patriots, just with that better conference win percentage, get the tiebreaker as it stands. So... Got to still consider Denver in this equation, but I think that that was more of the fluke than beating the Cowboys, and it's not going to be like that's the the galvanizing point that they rally around and and start ripping off wins. I think they'll turn back into a pumpkin next week. I I think Denver will will go on a slide, and you said the Raiders, you see them at 8-9. and I could see Denver only winning a couple more football games, being 7-10 and or something like that. So I think the Broncos – play and if they go seven and ten, I think that's better than 
they are. Like, I think they would have played a little bit above their heads even this year. But I don't see them making any significant push. I don't know. It's hard through nine games when you have an entire second half of the season to only win two. I, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I am, I'm all out on the Denver Broncos. But maybe they win a third game just randomly somewhere. Luckily, the Steelers already took care of business there, so I don't really care what the Broncos do because I, I do not see them making a legitimate push for the playoffs. Neither do I. All right, only three teams left, and I think they're all in the AFC North, which I is think interesting. You're right, yeah. You will go with the Cleveland Browns here. Brownies. I will take the Cleveland Browns. I'm still going to say, mm-hmm. Again, a very modest, mm-hmm, because – Nick Chubb is out for this game against the New England Patriots. Not good. Last Not time. good for him. Last time he was out, they won, though. You're right. However, that was a Thursday night game. Things can get fluky. That was against, refresh my memory. I need you to refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. Who did they beat on that Thursday night game where Dearness Johnson went buck wild? It wasn't an impressive team. No, no. It was a team that they should have absolutely it dominated. Was the Broncos. The Broncos. Look at that. And they only won 17 to 14. You're a much better team, the Cleveland Browns are, than the Denver Broncos. Wow, You're not Dem- playing against the Denver. Denver was Patriots. that close to being 6 and 3. Yeah, Jesus. they really were. I mean, yikes. They really were. They, I mean, if Nick Chubb plays that game, they're done. Yeah. yeah it, it's, it's no contest, essentially. Baker but. played better last week without o- Odell, but you know who he had running Buck Wild, brother? Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb right. He played so much better than he did against the Nick Steelers. Chubb ran away for 70 yards yeah. on one touchdown run. Right. However, this game is in New England. This game is against Bill Belichick. and You don't have Nick Chubb. You don't have Nick Chubb. I don't know if the Bengals or if the Browns pull this one out. However, I think once you get Nick Chubb back, we were talking about Derrick Henry making his case for MVP. Obviously, that's gone now. That's gone. But in a similar way, you can make the same argument for Nick Chubb. No one wants it. Lamar was supposed to have his MVP game on Thursday Night Football, and he just choked that away. No one wants the award except for Tom Brady, who's just going to win it. He's going to win it. Yeah. I think at this point you have, it's it's Tom's to lose. But you can make the argument for Nick Chubb here because you see how different that offense looks when he's on versus off the field or when he's having an on day versus an off day. It is night and day. I think everybody – was all obsessed with the numbers of Baker and Odell with, with, without. And last week it happened to be Baker's maybe best game of the season so far. And Odell wasn't there. So everybody was making the obvious connection. Oh, look, connect those dots. Odell's Mm -hmm. gone. They're good. No, the dots I'm connecting. Baker stunk against the Steelers because Nick Chubb couldn't do anything. Baker was great. Last week against the Bengals because Nick Chubb Nick was Chubb running wild. Was that's doing the, that's everything. the winning formula for Cleveland. We've been saying that all year. Give Nick Chubb the ball and let Baker fill in the gaps. That's how you win games if you're the Cleveland Browns. So, again, I'm going to say a modest mm-hmm, depending on the success of and health and availability of Nick Chubb. Has nothing to do with Baker Mayfield. All right, the other team from Ohio, the Cincinnati Bengals, is who I will tackle here. I'm going to give it an uh-uh. I like the Bengals. I think they're going to be a good team for a long time as long as they continue to build the right way, which so far so good as far as that's concerned. Joe Burrow, really strong young quarterback. Jamar Chase, going to be one of the best receivers in football. Joe Mixon, super underrated running back. Defense playing above their heads. Staying healthy, too, in Cincinnati, which is a big deal. you got to stay healthy in this league. 
Uh, when you do, you can end up being better than I think a lot of people thought you would be. But I just don't think the Bengals are ready yet. I, I think you've noticed that the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks. Yeah, let me ask you this. Two weeks ago, before the 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 Browns loss and before the Jets loss, after after the the Ravens win, is your opinion different? Yeah, it was. I had them yeah. in the I almost in my top five in my power rankings. I thought that they were gonna look the part, but then they but had to make a legitimate playoff push, not necessarily once they got in and what to win a couple of games, but to actually be a higher seeded wild card team. Did you I thought it was that? possible. Yeah. I thought it was possible. I still think they can make the playoffs. Like I'm not. This isn't an uh uh-uh, uh like the Broncos uh uh-uh, like where I think they're completely the done. Overall, yeah. I just have a feeling that they're gonna struggle their way down the stretch when things start to get real heated in this race. And I see them going maybe eight and nine in this season, which is real. I don't know. Maybe they could go nine. You or eight. step back though, and always you have goals, and then how you get to those goals can change how you feel when you get to the goals. You tell a Bengals fan they're going 8-9 at the beginning of the year. They are on cloud nine. They're signing up in blood for yeah, that. absolutely. But the fact that they had a great start in playoff position and now would probably fall back to 8-9 as opposed to rally towards Good it, point. it would be a little different vibe in Cincy. Yeah, but right. don't let it be, Cincy. You're no. still a team on the this rise still, no matter what. If you were to win eight games this year, that's still six games more than you expected to. Probably. Guess what you're going to be next year? You're going to be the Peter Schrager, Kyle Brandt, sexy team on Good Morning Football when we're in preseason next year. You know, look out for the Bengals. The Bengals might win the the whole AFC next year. That's what you're headed towards. So just keep staying the course. But I, 2021, I just don't think is your year. There's only one team left in the hat. I can't believe it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's almost like we fixed this thing or something like how how is it possible that we would get to talk about our team at the very end the of very this? End. It's crazy. It's fate. No, we manifested. It's fate. I want to say mm-hmm for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it's a little bit of that modest mm-hmm. I'm not going. I'm, I'm not over the moon about it. It's I, not. It's not the sexy pick. Mm-hmm. I, the difference between them and the Bengals, other than the Bengals having an immense amount of skill position players and a young quarterback, the Steelers been there, done that. Coach been there, done that. Quarterback, quarterback. been there, done that. Defense. I I don't think they'll have growing pains, and I think they're a really mentally tough team. Someone brought up the point that you know grinding out these wins can really start to wear on an NFL team. Can we just get an easy one? I don't know if that's the case for this team. I think this is a team that thrives on the like grinding it. Right. it out. And you know, Tomlin always says we went to war in the stadium and we left the stadium with with a victory. Like. They view it as heading into battle and grinding it out, I think, only strengthens the team's resolve. So I got them at an mm-hmm. I think they're pretty solid right now as far as the position to make the playoffs. I mean, the ball is definitely in their court. They they would the have Baltimore to— Baltimore loss last yeah, night. They'd have to screw it up for them to fall out. I mean, they're sitting at the sixth seed right now, so— Things are looking good as far as the Steelers are concerned right now. You got to get this win against the Lions and get to six and three. Then the real fun starts. Yeah, get to six and three and try to grind your way to four wins because I think if you get to ten and seven, it's almost a guarantee you're in the playoffs. It's after the Chargers. It's two straight games against the AFC North. The Bengals. I think they can beat the Bengals. I, I think, think they can beat the Chargers. Well, let's week by week. I mean, it's possible, but I'm looking at the Bengals. As the AFC North team that they've already lost to, and I think they I'll actually go on record and say they'll win that game in Cincinnati. Okay, and then it's the Ravens, and if you beat the Ravens, they're gonna even sp- if you lose to the Chargers, they'll split with the Ravens. This even year. if you lose to the Chargers and then you beat the Bengals and the Ravens, you're still in first place. 
Those two teams just split. That's their MO. The Steelers and Ravens, it doesn't matter how good, how bad the other one is, they love to split. I mean, even last year, the COVID Ravens really should have beat the Steelers and split that series last year. So it, it, it's, it's a highly uh, – I think you can definitely consider a split with the Ravens the as a possibility, and the Bengals win on the road. I think, I think that's the one I lock up is the one on the road there. The thing I hate is the fact that the Steelers in week 18, right, where – yeah, it's, it's week 18, game 17. Had to play on the road against the Ravens. That just doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair, but you're going to hate this because we work on the crew. That's heading down the Sunday night football fle- oh, flex, flex no tracks like crazy. I mean, But I just think it's really crappy of the NFL to put the two teams you always expect to be the best of that division – as a week 18 game and then give one of those teams a home field advantage. Well, like, you know, they did that because they are the best teams out there right. and they want they want, want that, that Sunday night Sunday football night game, game where the division's on the line. They're yeah, like, Steelers fans get ready for a late night that that second weekend of June. Oh, they're the favorite. Right now I'm looking at them as the favorite for the flex game because yeah. it just looks like those two teams are headed down. The good a, thing the NFL do- ha- the, the one Good decision the NFL made recently was making the final week of the NFL season all division games. It's beautiful, it really interesting. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I'm sure there will be other teams that are in a tight race for the division, but there's no, there's no division rival that's been as even for the last 13 years since 2008 when when Harbaugh and Tomlin came in, than or since 07 rather than the Ravens and the Steelers. Right? You can't tell me there's a better division. There's a better rival. Rivalry in football than those two teams. Agreed. The last 15 years. Agreed. I think it's the best rivalry, and I think this year is going to get real, real heated between those two teams. It's taking too long. Can we get a Ravens game? Yeah, already? it's I weird mean, that seriously. it's taking. It'll take up to, what, week 13? I know. Week I mean, 12? seriously, give us the Ravens already. We're craving it. All of us, not just Steelers Nation. NFL Nation is sure. craving that game. Well, that'll do it for mm-hmm or uh-uh. I think this segment was mm-hmm, if I do say so myself. <laughs> For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman, and we'll talk to you guys on the next edition of the Steelers Standard.